0: Welcome everybody to Dark Feather Gaming. This is our gaming news podcast, episode 39. This is Thor, and tonight I am here with... Doc
1: and Sasquatch Senpai.
0: So today let's open things up by talking about No Man's Sky, who is getting a new expeditions update.
2: Yeah, so No Man's Sky, uh, the team who's been working on that game has just been pumping out content update after content update after content update. And this time around, it is their Expeditions update, um, which includes a new game mode. Uh, The addition of seasonal events like most games have anymore, new mission mechanics, new rewards, and a lot more. Um, There is a trailer available on YouTube if you want to check it out. The update itself is also live currently, so you can always try it out. Um, But anyways, what what the Expeditions mode is, is uh, it pretty much starts everyone off in the same area, working towards community milestones in the game. Milestones are like, in-game achievements or goals you need to meet to advance your game along. But in this mode, it just groups everyone together, or you can just do this expeditions kind of on your own. It narrows down the scope of the game and gives you specific objectives to complete rather than being more like the huge, open uh, sandbox it normally is. Um, They also Mm -hmm. changed uh, how the space station missions operate, um, mission targeting. You can now get in-game rewards from Twitch drops if you're watching the game on Twitch. So uh, that, fir- that first campaign is already over. It started on the first and was through the fifth. Um, there's new weekend event missions as well. It's kind of getting a lot more of the um kind of weird, like, free-to-play game events and stuff going on, even though the game is just, you know, a buy once and you have everything for everything in it.
0: Huh.
2: Um, I remember I got the game when it launched. Really, really, really rough, really rough launch. But the yeah, game is amazing that. now. They just keep adding, adding more and more um, cross saving is now a thing as well. There's uh, everything cross cross uh, is cross play available in it. So oh, you can cool. play on your PC, play on your console, whatever. So
3: it's always neat when they add the uh, cross save functionality to it. I'm actually probably going to – I'm going to try to boot it up this weekend and see how those expeditions play out because it's kind of like a roguelike in a sense. You start off, do the stuff, and then the expedition's over.
1: Mm.
3: Nice. So a UK
0: study has concluded that 5% of loot box buyers make up 50% of revenue, which is – interesting statistic i always take statistics with a grain of salt though uh this
2: is a study they had been conducting since 2018 um with what you see though generally um the companies who make these sort of games uh they call these sort of players whales they're the ones who pretty much fund the entire game for everyone okay so it's not that surprising that it would say
3: 5% of them generate mm. 50% of the revenue. That makes sense. Or if it's also talking about... Uh, Madden Ultimate Team player packs... Uh, FIFA
2: ultimate team player packs, stuff like that. That's what they, are. They, that's what they are referring to as loot boxes in this case, or as e- EA likes to refer to them as uh, surprise mechanics. But
0: uh,
2: <laughs> amongst oh, <no>. these, <laughs> amongst these 5% of loot box players, apparently one third of them are problem gamblers. So you kind of need to check yourself before you wreck poor wallet. coon. But- Um, so this has just kind of been a contentious point between various government agencies and video game developers and publishers on how this sort of stuff should be regulated. So where as far as like, uh, World of Warcraft had to give you a roundabout way to purchase their Overwatch loot boxes, um, Mm -hmm. in Europe you purchased in-game currency and then surprise with them came free boxes so yeah kind of see how this goes with it um <laughs> these five percent of players are spending like a hundred dollars per month um oh, wow. that they consider problem gamblers which i think i spend
3: like 200 dollars on games overall a month so uh, i really am fucked up i guess do we need between, to an intervention for you? Between subscriptions to various games and stuff apparently.
2: Maybe I have a hmm. an anime problem too. I subscribe to three different platforms. That's almost getting that 100 bucks right there.
0: That maybe you do, yeah.
2: Who needs sleep when you can watch anime, man?
0: <laughs> so Razer is really making that concept RGB face mask and I just tossed this in there because i thought it was funny and i think this originated as a joke a face mask that was rgb light up and it is now really a thing so razor just makes every light up accessory you could ever want i guess
2: hey look I'm, like i said in our group chat if i can't have dicks out for harambe <laughs> scroll across it they fail
1: i've seen oh, that man. you can get a cpu coolers with little displays on them that can Basically, put whatever you want. I've never seen
2: my CPU cooler though.
1: What's the point? Some people have clear cases.
0: I was gonna say, I'm looking here. Look, I'm looking at mine right now. I can see all uh, inside my beautiful machine. Mine
2: is sitting below my desk, out of sight, because I hate clutter.
0: Mine's also Uh, below my desk because it's most optimal there. All
2: the wires are zip tied to the desk itself, below the desk, (laughs) so it can't move ever. Here, I'll put and it, I could see it my legs grow at glow at night when all the fucking
0: obnoxious rgbs kick off I put a picture in the uh in the Facebook chat mine's down there but it's like you can see you can you can clearly see everything inside with the case on it and yeah mine has that side panel I, view as well ignore the horrid uh cable mess i need to get my cables i was messing around in there earlier today because i had to rearrange my power
1: supply if all of my cables were long enough to not have to be like chaos below to reach everything i'd probably have really nice cable management but
0: (laughs) well i usually have them all zip tied and like pretty neat but i had to get get it all fucked up to organize some stuff because my I have a big uh, backup power pack down there because we have a generator but if the power goes off it takes 10 seconds for the generator to kick on I don't want it to kick my computer off if that happens so I have a little battery backup thing that'll keep all my stuff going for like 10 minutes um and I had oh god I need one of those I, I had yeah, too much stuff plugged into the battery backup portion of it, uh, and it kept overcharging, so I had to rearrange what was plugged into stuff. I highly recommend this one. It was only like 80 bucks, and I've been using it for like two years. I have two of them. I have one here and one on my uh, console setup in my living room, and they're awesome. Every time the power goes out, it just retains um, everything, keeps it on, power kicks b- back on, turn my monitors back on, and I'm good to go.
2: With uh, where my power strip is, I kick it a lot, and I turn off my computer a lot. It's just where the outlet is, with how long the power strip is, how I need to position it for my cables to reach my computer, and mm. it. I really need one of those backup things. Apparently,
0: I'll um, I'll put a link to it in the Facebook. Ah. So, Apex Legends gets Titanfall content in season nine.
2: That thing where your hand slips and rather than clicking on the link, you close it. I did that. <laughs> Yikes! <laughs> two weeks in a row. Uh, yeah. So it is uh, in season nine. We're getting a bunch of Titanfall content. This um, in spite that the uh, shooter technically takes place after um, the Titanfall war that is represented in both Titanfall one and two. Yeah. Um, developer uh, staff at Respawn Entertainment um, so that they do have some really cool stuff on the way and looking forward to coming in Season 9. Uh, uh, I don't know what... They pretty much just said, yeah, there's a lot of uh, Titanfall stuff coming. So maybe they're actually implementing wall running and stuff and all the cool movement that is lacking from the core game of Titanfall that Apex is based on. Um, there was a Halloween event last last year that implemented wall running back in. So we're going to see <laughs> we're going to see maybe that's coming back in, but maybe they're also just kind of teasing that Titanfall war is also hitting the Apex arena. So if you're a fan of Titanfall um, might want to check into Apex, even if Apex wasn't quite your thing, because a lot of Titanfall two stuff is hitting it. And hopefully this is like a teaser for Titanfall three, because I really want
3: Titanfall three. Titanfall two is just an absolute treat.
0: nice yeah I, um that would be neat I've, I've wondered why they haven't continued it because it seems pretty popular
2: so EA just kind of uh oh shot respawn in the EA shot respawned the dick because they also released battlefield at the same time as Titanfall 2 I remember now. um as far as shooters go I think Titanfall 2 has one of the best if not the best story that you can get through It has wonderful voice acting and everything along with it. Um, I would give it some time. If you come across like four or five hours of open game time. Yeah. Um, The pacing that's really good. There's a bunch of on grounds uh, on foot shooting. Then you get in your Titan and swaps back and forth. It paces really, really well. It's really fun.
1: I really liked the first Titan fall. I never played the second one, but the first one was really fun.
2: Um, The second one is now on steam and it's always like 10 bucks. Uh, the multiplayer has pretty much been revived because of that. When EA started bringing all their games to Steam,
0: I've got it on PlayStation. It was uh, it was a PS Plus game at one point. So, what oh, you? Got. So I've, i yeah, I've got it. at least. I'm pretty. I'm pretty sure that's what it was. I don't, for whatever reason, I got it for free and I have it on PlayStation. So. So Tokyo court has rule a uh, Tokyo court has ruled that sharing a uh, manga dialogue violates copyright. Wait, as in just like, like verbatim quoting the dialogue. Yes. What bullshit. So
2: yeah, I do this in here just because um, of its implications it might have across other mediums dealing with uh, copyright infringements and strikes. Um, copyright laws are much stricter in japan than they are in the rest of the world this is the first time that uh where just sharing dialogue and this isn't like a, a screen capture or anything of the manga itself this is just typing out verbatim what that dialogue might be on a forum somewhere that's what can now be classified as copyright infringement
0: what about paraphrasing where do they draw the line? Um, I'm paraphrasing. How much? How much are you paraphrasing? here? Oh my god! Yeah, the the fact that you even have to ask that is fucked up.
2: Like, well, who knows? Who knows where that line is drawn? Because now you can't even, you know. Well, they, they, yeah,
0: that's the point. Quote. That's the point. I. That seems. I don't know. That seems really fucked up to me. Like, I get it. If like you yeah, you're like screen sharing it, or or like posting the entire script or
2: something, but, well, I mean, and people do that, but it's not even referring to that. That's obviously a a copyright issue because you're, you're scanning the entire manga issue, comic issue, whatever, and uploading it to people for free. This is just typing out a quote or a discussion in one of the, one of the panels or chapters or whatever, into any sort of online forum on Twitter, uh, Facebook, uh, line which is what they use over there and then you're breaking copyright laws
0: by quoting a manga see here's why I think that's bullshit because that's beneficial to no one because as on the business side, I think that would be stupid because I would want people to at least be able to take quote snippets because that's free advertisement. Someone has a free right. quote or a funny quote, all their friends hear like, oh, that's funny. Where's that from? Then you tell them where, and now they want to go read it. Is that not just free advertisement? Yeah, you think people would like free advertisement, I- but uh- <laughs> what the fuck? Uh, I don't know. that just seems ridiculous to me. It is absolutely ridiculous. So let's talk a little bit more about this um time splitters uh, remaster that's hidden inside of homefront.
2: So originally, it was just like a uh, a kind of Easter egg that you could play one level through. But three days ago, the developer of uh, one of the developers of Homefront the Revolution um, revealed that the entire game was upscaled to 4K and hidden within the game itself. However, then he's like, Well, due to a Discord squabble, all of the codes to access this game were lost and deleted when the server was taken down. However, today someone came forward saying, Nah, fam, don't worry. I got all those codes. So, with the simple input of some <laughs> cheat codes that you I don't know like Grand Theft Auto has or older games have, you can actually play all of Time Splitters two in a in a four K port inside uh, Homefront: The Revolution. Okay, you have Homefront: The Revolution.
0: First of all, let's define all of Time Splitters two. I, the
2: entire game of Time Splitters two so is, is in Homefront: The Revolution.
0: I mean, like just like just the story mode or the full multiplayer or the map maker and everything. What, what are we? That's
1: like, actually a really good question. I, I'm
0: very interested. I remember
1: playing with that map maker back in the day and having a blast making silly
0: maps. Yeah. Cause if it doesn't have the map maker, map, the map maker, I have no use. It just
2: says a full version, mm. a full version. So, I mean, if you 4k port it, why would you cut out some other stuff? Why not just? I mean, it's going to be a small bit of data from a PS2 game compared to whatever Home for the Revolution is file size, anyways. So, hmm,
0: hmm. Let's check
2: this out. Uh, Left trigger up, left trigger up, down, left trigger and right. Or, well, it's left trigger plus up, left trigger plus up, down, left trigger plus right, right trigger plus right. Yeah, that unlocks the entire full PC port of Time Splitters 2. Hmm. within the game but, uh, and you do this on pc as well apparently
0: wait did you say pc as well are we not talking yeah, about home PC to begin with well i
2: mean Homefront: the revolution is a game on multiple platforms so not every game from a console comes to pc
0: I, yeah and I, I i don't know i just i guess i was just assuming this is something you could only do on pc because my mind went to mods i think it's Why would it? Why would it need to be modded? It's I don't know. That's a a cheat in the game. For my brain robot, I I don't know. Hmm. I'm gonna have to check this out. I'm very interested. I'm gonna
2: send you a YouTube link of some guy going over.
0: Yeah. So Game Pass has added Grand Theft Auto Five, Zombie Army Four, and more.
2: So Game Pass keeps adding more games. Um, Grand Theft Auto Five, uh, the eighth, which is Wednesday. Uh, or Thursday, yesterday, sorry. Um, That is only for Cloud and Console, Zombie Army 4, uh, Dead Wars for everything, Disneyland Adventure only on Cloud. That's weird. Disney Pixar Adventure only on Cloud, NHL 21 on Console, Rain on Your Parade, Pathway, and MLB The Show 21 on April 20th uh, for Cloud and Console. So, yeah. Uh, getting a whole bunch of new games if you have game pass and these are all mostly for console
3: though so rip to Hmm. me
0: Hmm. it seems like they're doing that a lot lately the just console versions or is it just um i don't think
2: nhl has a developed pc port grand theft auto i don't know why it wouldn't it's, I think that might be because Rockstar has their own store launcher on PC. Mm. Um, I have no reasoning behind the Disney launching everything for only hmm. cloud. I really got nothing there. Yeah. Let's
0: see. So Ubisoft acquires Game Blocks to help spot cheats in online games. Oh, whoops! I skipped one. No, Embracer Group and Gearbox well, what, Entertainment what merge is complete just yeah all right just, well
2: doesn't really matter um <laughs> one of one of them embracer group and gearbox entertainment have merged um with a deal for up to 1.3 billion dollars wow. um yeah this makes them the seventh largest operating group in Karlstad, Sweden. <laughs> so aside from banks which sit in Sweden, that's pretty pretty that's a lot of money. Yeah. Um, both Embracer and Gearbox make various uh develop and publish various games for various platforms, so um, more of just uh, some smaller games coming uh studios coming together. Uh, I mean, Gearbox technically isn't really that small, and Embracer has helped in a lot of development of other games, uh, a lot older games as well, such as uh. Brothers in arms, Counter-Strike, Tony Hawks, stuff like that. So there's just another mm-hmm. larger developer publisher
3: out there now for 1.3 billion. Nice. So also
2: this does uh this does also kind of throw a gearbox underneath the THQ Nordic umbrella since they are the larger overarching publisher for Embracer as well. So
0: So now Ubisoft taking Game Blocks. Yep. So GameBlocks is a anti-cheat engine.
2: And Ubisoft has acquired the engine to uh, help their servers identify cheaters in real time. Um, this will be used to hopefully, <laughs> what they're probably hoping to do is stop cheaters in Rainbow Six Siege, which is their largest uh shooter right now probably as well as uh for honor which is their second largest multiplayer game and anything anything else like division or uh watchdogs legion i think that one also has a multiplayer um so they're hoping that using this game blocks technology that by scanning their servers immediately, they'll be able to tell when someone is hacking
3: on their user end and adjusting modifiers and trying to gain an advantage in online play. Okay. Um, it's, you usually don't see an outside
2: anti-cheat developer being acquired entirely by a company usually they kind of develop their own like uh riot did with their valorant anti-cheats or uh, what most companies do the other just rent out the software that does mm-hmm. a quick cursory scan which is why you have like so many problems with counter-strike or um uh, what's another good uh warzone warzone has apparently been plagued by cheaters forever uh, usually, you see them just rent out those services, not actually acquire the
3: developer offset services for yeah. their own usage.
0: So, uh, more on Streets of Rage 4 coming soon this year, and I think Doc had some more information about this as well.
1: Yeah, they're bringing a lot of new stuff. Uh, they're adding a survival mode a mania
3: plus difficulty um three new characters new music that's the best part hell yeah uh, uh all the original characters are getting new moves um the uh the one character
1: estelle aguirre that everyone wanted as dlc is going to be part of the
3: DLC. Nice. Well, I mean, they listen to everybody, and uh, that's a good thing. <laughs> they don't have
1: a release date for it yet, but they have dropped the official uh, trailer for the for the DLC. Um,
2: well, the only release date we have is coming in 2021.
1: Yeah. So, <laughs> well, that's this year at least. Right. Eventually. There will be some really good-looking new content for Streets of Rage Four. Well, it's crazy that they're
2: adding new moves to already existing characters, and considering everything's already hand-drawn and animated,
3: that's a lot of work, and it's free. Yeah, you get more kick-ass, uh, more kick music, like
2: brand new tracks for it, and everything.
3: I'm so hungry.
2: right? They better update. Uh, they better update the album on Spotify.
3: So I can hear the new tracks there as well. Definitely. I'm so glad that, uh, that album's on Spotify.
2: Oh, uh, the, the, uh, DLC itself is called Mr. X nightmare.
0: So. Nice. So Atari has split into two divisions, gaming and blockchain. Yes. So
2: you don't usually see this happen too often. Um generally it's if one division within the company is outperforming the other vastly, and then this way they can write off the underperforming one as a tax credit because they're doing so poor. Huh.
3: Um <laughs> so the blockchain division
2: itself will continue to develop uh apparently there's an Atari token cryptocurrency so you can get Atari cryptocurrency first i ever heard of that um as well yeah, as <laughs> um yeah which will be used in Atari products with third
3: party partners what this uh and they're going to they're going <laughs>
2: to uh they're also going to work on NFTs cuz apparently that's the mm. thing where people still
3: really want to push I mean, if if people are going to keep being dumb enough to buy them, yeah, right, exploring
2: the immense possibilities of crypto and blockchain enabled games will also include letting users spend their Atari tokens to make digital purchases on the Atari VCS, which um, they're also coming out with a new console again, I believe, because mm. that'll work out well. <laughs> Uh, Gaming, meanwhile, will continue the development of Atari classic games um, as well as their new games. Uh, They like to release a bunch of compilations of old like arcade classics and uh, whatever games they've released on previous consoles, as well as licensing out their current IPs to other developers to see what they can get from that. So yeah, yeah. uh, the gaming division is planning on developing PC and console games for revitalizing classic Atari intellectual property for the modern era. So they're hoping to re up the, cla- the classics, re release the classics, and make new versions of the classics. So, all meanwhile, developing their own cryptocurrency
3: on the side with a different company. Cash Fucking in on weird that nostalgia.
0: All right, so a PS5 The Last of Us remake is supposedly in the works.
2: Yeah, and this actually caused a lot of internal strife within Sony itself um, as well, just because the game isn't that old. Um, (laughs) It's not old enough It's not as old as most games as you see get a remake, considering the game itself still does look really good um, for being, I don't know, what is it, seven, eight years old, something like that. Um, It really took advantage of the PS4's hardware. So, yeah, and they're going to remake it already. Um, So, there was just an issue within Naughty Dog. They were kind of upset that uh, they're going to remake this. not too old of a game. Um ap- apparently they eventually got it through after all this sort of internal strife was settled between them. Um but yeah, their Naughty Dog is going to be assisted by a smaller Sony group specifically for this remake. So it's not like Naughty Dog is remaking their only game. They will have assistance as well from other groups considering Naughty Dog also has a
3: few other franchises under their belt that they are working on nice
0: so for our tv and movie updates and i guess this was uh announced a little while back but i hadn't heard of it until just recently when they put a poster out uh there's a new super mario movie coming next year from the studio that brought despicable me I had not heard about this, though, until just recently. Uh, it looks like same. it's going to be animated from the looks of it. So or not animated, but animated like Despicable Me is, you know what I mean? Not like cartoon, but uh, like Pixar style. Give me, a, give me another live
2: action. <laughs> I love that movie. I don't care how bad it is. It's amazing.
0: Anyone else have anything on the uh the movie TV circuit?
2: Um I heard there was a Powerpuff Girls live action show and it looks awful.
0: I've heard both of those things also. Photos. Yeah.
1: I yeah. I saw what was reportedly a on set photograph and I don't
2: know how well it's going to go over. I mean, this was also just filming. There's no special effects or anything. Yeah.
0: uh, Yeah, so we'll see. But uh, womp womp so Mm -hmm. far. So on our Pokemon Go updates, some important updates. Um, There's going to be some important updates coming to trainer battles um, for uh, season seven going forth starting monday april 12th so um there'll be some new attacks added and more importantly there's going to be a remix and some pokemon are going to be removed from the great league notably some of the more uh, popular ones. So this is only gonna be in effect from the twelfth through the twenty sixth, so the remainder of season seven. Um but you will no longer, as of Monday, be able to use Venusaur, Raichu, either the normal or the Alolan version, uh Marowak, normal or alolan version, um Asmeral, Umbrian, uh Scimori, Swampert, um Galvatula, Stunk Fist, either version, or Talonflame. So those are some of the bigger popular ones. Um, I'm losing my Lolan Raichu, which sucks, but at least only two out of my three, or uh, sorry, I still have two out of my three main teams. So I only lost one. I've lost more than that on remixes before. So, um, but do be aware that that remix is happening. And um, that's going to take an effect Monday, The last thing on our updates here, we have been given some preliminary patch notes for patch 5.5 on Final Fantasy XIV. So we'll cover these more in depth next week. After the actual release of the patch, we'll go over all the patch updates, but I wanted to kind of touch on some of these preliminary ones. Um, Obviously we're going to have new main scenario quests. It looks like what? One, two, three, four, five, six new main scenario quests. And that will wrap things up because our point five is going to be um, where things end for that expansion. So expect the story to completely wrap up Um, some exciting stuff from what we saw in the trailer. Um, the Yorha Dark Apocalypse is going to be released, which we also knew of um, upon seeing that trailer. Um, we also have uh, The Sorrow of writ, which is going to be our diamond weapon fight, which I've been looking forward to. This will be finishing up uh, our new trials and all of the weapon fights. And, of course, some new side stories being added and um, your standard adjustments being made like the new game plus being expanded on and treasure hunter updates, so on and so forth. Um, some new craftable items are being added for company workshops. And they're adding um, a few other adjustments to some of the subaquatic voyages, but not too much detail on there now. Um, new housing items are being added they've given some previews but I'm sure on the patch notes roll out some more will be available on those and we have some updates to gold saucer as well so some additions to triple triad with five new cards all themed around some of the new updates of course And we have our nice little mixing around on the battle system as far as PvP goes, like we get with every major patch. Time to relearn who's going to be the king of PvP. And we'll, of course, get more details on that when the actual patch comes out. And it looks like we're getting one new dungeon and one new trial. As well as a new Unreal trial, so we'll be able to do Unreal Leviathan after this patch. So we'll go into some more details on those next week on what all these are going to be when they release everything. But I'm pretty excited. Um, I'm I'm ready to get the main scenario wrapped up and start really getting hype for the new expansion.
2: Oh yeah, I I am excited to uh, finally finish off the uh, the near series of raids that we have. Well, the near theme series of raids we have, and it's like. The uh, it's the final area from the near games when you're playing as a an ace, So, or it'll be great. Yeah,
0: yeah. We got to get Doc and uh, Dogs of Thoth caught up so all of us can go through Endwalker when it comes out. Dirt Wizard's caught up now. Nope, she's, uh, she's, there's she's a right... lot
3: of stuff playing. So
0: yeah, Dirt Wizard's right at the end of the Shadowbringers content, so she's all caught up. We just got to get Doc and Dogs of Thoth
3: caught up. All right. So. Oh,
0: so that's going to do it for the. um, The news portion. Uh, What have you been playing this week, Sasquatch?
2: I've been playing some Genshin, quite a bit of Genshin, a lot of Outriders, though. I've been playing a shit ton of Outriders and I've been loving it. Um, Despite the launch woes and the major connectivity issues, I haven't really faced anything outside of an occasional crash bug wise. Um, They are giving away like free in-game stuff to players who have played it at least um, through the 11th. So you'll get a free legendary as well as an appropriate amount well, it's an appropriate leveled legendary for your character as well as an appropriate amount of scrap and titanium, which are various in-game currencies, um, nice. as well as some various balancing stuff. i um, been playing some Genshin uh, and doing a lot of actual... I've been practicing some animating and stuff as well, so... Nice. been spending half my time doing that.
0: How about you, Doc? What have you been up to this last week?
1: Uh, I have played a bunch of Final Fantasy sevens remake. Nice! I've been enjoying that quite a bit. Um, I'm not looking forward to the next little bit, because I know what happens, and it's sad.
0: Where are you at? Oh, no, I bet... Uh, well, I probably obviously know where you're at, then.
1: I'm I'm. I'm just about to approach the tower, or the, the pillar. <sighs> yeah, yeah. But. Other than that, played a bunch of Guilty Gear, and... A little bit of Pokemon Go, nice. Oh, yeah, Not too I, much
2: longer till Strive.
1: Oh, I'm so hype! <laughs> it was supposed to be out by now. I would, I, I should well, be playing it, but they did the good thing and fixed a bunch of shit.
2: Yeah, that's good. Uh, no one can, no one can really uh, blame developers for holding off and pushing release dates back anymore. Yeah, so no,
0: no one's gonna cry about it now. Yeah, they. Uh, There's too much of a precedent.
1: Yep, they did release their uh, recent developer Backyard talk, which uh, went over a lot of the things that they're changing based on feedback. And overall, it seems like they have really taken to heart our suggestions and uh, nice. are going to be adjusting things to work the way we want them to.
0: Solid. Nice. Well... I haven't really been playing much. I I mean, I do, you know, I've been keeping up with my Pokemon go and my final fantasy 14. Um, I have actually had quite a bit of extra free time this week, but a lot of it's been spent on, well, I guess fantasy grounds um, because I've been getting D and D stuff prepped. Um, And I've been spending a lot of time on runescape also because I've been working on the spring seasonal event as well as getting the battle pass finished up. So I've been kind of, dedicating a lot of my free time to that um but i think that's about going to do it for us this week so thank you so much everybody for tuning in don't forget to like and subscribe you can find our main page at facebook.com dark feather gaming and all of our personal channels and other various channels in the description and or comment section below thanks again and have a great rest of your night
3: night johnny